There's nothing gray about my gardens. Welcome to 40 Ever Young, a podcast about two friends navigating life as their many friends have moved on and started families. Hey, Liz. Hey, Christina. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm super psyched to have our uh, first ever guest on the pod. Yes, everyone. Welcome, Danit Sibs. Hi, everyone. Yay. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited for- to have you on. So, Danit is a comedian, a lawyer by day, and a communications coach. Yes, I am multifaceted. And you can find <laughs> me on Instagram at Danit Sibs, D A N I T S I B S. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about this week, and I feel like we need to start off with Shaw's of Sunset premiere. Let's do it. This was hilarious. I was laughing the whole entire episode. <laughs> it was a really good first episode. It was really good. And I cannot get over Tommy's alarm going off six times a day so that he can say what he is grateful for, so that oh. he could do his daily affirmations and gratitude out loud. I love it. I love it. I can hear a man from Queens say, I'm grateful <laughs> for my wife. I'm grateful for my son, like a million times. Just for- <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, I feel like caboose. After a while, he just started looking at things like, I'm grateful for Jessica. That wasn't Jessica. (laughs) No, not Jessica. (laughs) And then how great that they, when he's doing that and they cut to the dog, like scratching MJ's boob. (laughs) He's like, I'm grateful for your butt because it's a good one. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. He was just like looking around and saying things like, I'm grateful for the air. (laughs) (laughs) It really got me thinking though. I was just like, oh, I got to start my daily, uh, my daily affirmations, my gratitude. (laughs) I was like, should I be doing this out? Yeah. Maybe you should be doing this out loud six times a day. (laughs) Six times is a lot. He's been angry. Like (laughs) he's been doing it for like six months too. Right. Like this isn't like something he just started. Poor MJ probably can hear that alarm in her sleep. Like, oh God, not again. I know. Do you guys, do you guys do daily affirmations? I do. I do it once a day. Do you write it or do you do it like out loud? I write it. Mm, Nice. I Mm -hmm. have an app on my phone. So I do it in the morning. Oh, that's great. See, I want to try to, no, I don't. But every day I'm like, oh, I should do this. I feel like one time, one day, I just wrote down in a journal, like maybe five things I was grateful for. And it was nice. Like afterwards, I was like, oh, I feel good. I feel love, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) I do it once a day and I keep it on my desk. So I'm not good about doing it on the weekends, but I write down three things every day. Four if I'm feeling like super grateful. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's awesome. good. I need to make it a part of like a morning routine. Yes. That's what they say. I'm not good. Oh, sorry, Danique, go ahead. No, it's okay. If you want to download the gratitude app, I'll send it to you. It gives you an alert in the morning and then you can start off your day being like, I'm grateful that I slept a lot, you know? Like- yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd like that. that yeah. They do say like to do it first thing in the morning. I'm not super good at that. I do it like my desk, like, you know, after coffee and whatever, but- um, they do say, yeah, you like it should be like as soon as your feet touch the ground type of thing to do. Mm. I don't know. 
Nice. That's like one of those things I want to do every morning along with like meditating for at least five minutes, but I have to rush and walk my dog. So it's hard. I do my meditation while dog walking. I tell myself all the things I want to think about. Well, I guess that's not really meditation, but no, it's hard to meditate every morning. I'm supposed to do that too. It's yeah. Yeah, meditating is hard in general. I'm just like thinking about everything, like the most random things too. <laughs> like, where is this coming from? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's like the people that like get up and have coffee and make like make breakfast and go for a walk and do their exercise and do their prayers. And I'm like, I think I said prayers already, but like they have all this time. Like, who has all that time in the morning? Like, I'm just trying to like function. <laughs> I know. That's why I see like I have Instagram. So I go on Instagram and I see the I follow some influencers and they're like, oh, so, you know, I woke up. I did an hour workout routine, meditated juice, celery juice first, then my breakfast, then this, then that. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I have to walk my dog as quickly as possible. Like I have to get out the door. <laughs> like, this is a lot from home. I don't even move until like I don't even get out of bed <laughs> until like 830. I'm like lounging for the rest of my life. I know. It's nice I feel though. Like it's like calming. For sure. I bet, you know, six times a day. I don't know. That's, that's a lot. I wonder if that's something he chose to do or if someone suggested like, no, you need to do this six times a day because you're that angry. Yeah. And to have that alarm go off. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if MJ my life part. Say again, Denise, sorry. MJ's just sitting there. She like doesn't give a shit. She's like, okay. that's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm MJ, go. yeah, if I'm MJ, like six months in, I'd be like, okay, you're good. I don't care if you beat somebody up. I can't listen to this six times a day. Go outside. Yeah. Walk the or- dog, Tommy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about it in your head. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Tommy was such a hoot this whole episode. And then they have Mike and Paulina over. And then he calls Paulina by Mike's ex-wife, mm-hmm. ex-wife's name, Jessica. Crazy. And that wasn't the only time it happened, right? It happened another time in the episode too. I think he said it to MJ and MJ's like, no, it's it's Paulina. Oh. Don't mess that up. <laughs> and then he messes it up. <laughs> he said it to her face. He calls her Jessica and she's just sitting there. I know. And then like, she just has like this little look and you knew the producers are like, hmm. <laughs> let's see what we can get out of this if i'm her i'm thinking like this is the least of my problems i'm dealing with mike pretending to get well, well i guess we'll get to that later but yeah I, I think she was just thinking this guy not knowing my name is like the least of my problems right now i know she's probably like you know what this is yeah this is this is it with this friend group mm-hmm. i'm over it christina oh, or Denise, have have you ever been called by a boyfriend's uh ex-girlfriend's name uh yeah i mean yeah to his credit, it, and it was in front of a group too, like all his friends too. So it is do? kind of like, I did nothing. It was like, it was an awkward situation and it wasn't like, it was just very awkward and the name was similar to mine. So it's just like, all right. But um, the whole situation was just like, I was like, it was just a, a somber moment. <laughs> Not me, but <laughs> what was going on. But it was just like, I didn't say anything because it was just like, all right, ignore it. But you could feel everyone's eyes looking at you mm-hmm. like, mm. how is she going to react? What is she going to do? Uh-huh. How so, long were you dating at that time? You know what? Only a few months. Mm-hmm. So it was early on. And a few months though, he should know your name. 
exactly right and it was like but it was worse because I think he was like oh sorry so it's like no just keep on talking like you know Mm -hmm. gloss over it so Mm -hmm. I I felt Paulina's pain how about you Denise I was never I can't think of a time that I was actually called somebody else's name but I I was with someone who had been in a very very long relationship and I was like the first person he had been with since so like in one of our early times together he was telling me a story and he's like yeah my girlfriend and it's like no she's not your girlfriend (laughs) you this is not your girlfriend anymore he's like oh oh you know what I mean and I was like not good uh that's funny oh my goodness yes yeah Yeah, what about you um I don't I mean I'm sure it's happened so I don't, it, but it's obviously not made an impression in my brain. I, I and I, I think I always pretend like I didn't hear it. Like I'm always like, if it, it yeah. definitely has happened and I know I've pretended like I didn't hear it. Like uh, you're not talking to me because that's not my name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, do we want to, since we're on Mike and Paulina, do we want to talk about his text? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, the cloud was hacked for somebody to put weird bullshit texts together. What, like, what is he talking about? He's just a cheater. He's a cheater. I know, but his creativity level is just. (laughs) That's true. That's even point. (laughs) But then, even like for Paulina. if someone came to me with that story, I'd just be like, are, are you, you really expect me to buy this? <laughs> I don't get it. What I was wondering is like, um, did he, are these just DMs that he's getting and it makes him feel good about himself? He clearly mm-hmm. is very insecure about himself, but it, or, or does he actually cheat? Like, I can't, I couldn't really figure it out. Like, is he just getting DMs, which are not appropriate at all? Or yeah. is he meeting up with these girls? I I assume that he was just getting the DMs, but when he when uh Nima first came to his new apartment, was he like saying something about like the girls at the pool? Was Mike like, ooh, look yeah. at the yeah? So it's just like yeah, I mean, yeah, we know he looks. Um, but I just assumed it was the DMs. I mean, I was really they fooled me last season. I thought Mike was really you know into falling. <laughs> I thought like man, I thought he was changed. I was like wow. He spent a whole season denying that he cheated on his wife. So Mm -hmm. I definitely think he's cheating. I definitely think he's an addict. I thought it was funny how Galanessa said something to the effect of like, well, he's, you know, he's addicted or he's an info or whatever. It has nothing to do with you because, you know, it might be true, right? I don't know what the scientific or the uh, psychological uh, stuff is behind nymphomania, but still doesn't mean you have to put up with it like yeah exactly I'm gonna stick around for this yeah also because you brought up Nima what's his name Nima yeah his teeth are wild (laughs) (laughs) he got the the veneers (laughs) who gave him those veneers like let's like they need a bad Yelp review that dentist they need I, like and one of the Beverly Hills classic surgeons, like whoever, you know. It's becoming a thing there. on Bravo now. Like when you get you get your show and you 
get your tagline, you get your, you know, Bravo um, employee ID, and then you get your new teeth. Like it's in yes. that order. Like those, that's your welcome yeah. package. Yes. But also Gigi, she has this delicious fat baby. Oh, I know. How cute is he? Oh, he's so delicious. cute. And she is so cute. Yes. Yeah, Elijah. Yeah, Shams is cute and, too. I know, he's so cute. I was also laughing when uh, Reza, I guess, when he met up with MJ, or maybe he was talking to the producers, when he's like, anything that comes out positive during COVID besides my pool is great. I <laughs> like, laughed. I know. That was great. Yeah. I definitely I know. You know, he was talking to MJ because MJ gave him a look like, that was funny. But um, back to the mic of it all. He, I mean, I just don't understand. He's been on the show. What season is this? Like eight? He's been up for a while. Yeah. yeah and he's, he's been, been doing eight. this. But, you know, I do think, like, I do think he has an issue, right? Because I do think he loved Jessica. He didn't want to get a divorce. He wanted to stay mm-hmm. married. I do think he loves this girl, Paulina. But it's like, he just can't help himself. Like, he need like you, you were saying, Denise, like, I don't know if it's a self-esteem thing or whatever, but he needs that attention and it doesn't matter where it's coming from. And then I wonder if he was getting it more in his relationship. Like if he had someone that just fawned over him, but I don't even think that would be it. I think he needs it from multiple like places. Yeah. Yeah. Fawning over him. Yeah. Like he's Mm -hmm. in relationships with these kinds of women. Paulina is just interesting. It's like, I'm fascinated by the way that she looks. Mm -hmm. Figure out if I, this sounds so bad, whatever, but I can't figure out if she's like, actually beautiful or if it's just like a look like an LA Persian look you know mm-hmm. like I wonder mm-hmm. what she would look like with nothing on her face yeah did we see her at Bravo Con Christina was that yeah, the actually oh. yeah when um we went to watch what happens live on uh it was like a Friday night uh Mike comes walk in hands in hand with Paulina and people are like who's that you know they're like Mike who's the new girl so we got a glimpse of her then, but oh, very like gorgeous hair, just very pretty, very well put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but I think she's really pretty. And Jessica was pretty too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. She also, I, I was fascinated by the way that she looks just because of uh, the work done and like the height. Mm-hmm. I'm just fascinated by women that always are done up. Mm-hmm. I know. Me too. Especially like in Beverly Hills, Dorit was like, I walked around in my heels or her and Eric were like, I walked around my heels during COVID. I'm like, why? I'm like, I didn't even like brush my hair. (laughs) I I don't get it. But like, especially with all like the face work, Mm -hmm. like like the lips, I just like, yeah, I'm fascinated. At least like MJ has like definitely a lot of stuff injected into her face but she's like a real woman she's a hot mess half the time her hair is all over the place like mm-hmm. that that's the kind of girl I could be friends with you know yeah I know we're not great. there yet but talk about hair I empathize so much with Jackie and her frizzy curly versus her straight oh, extension yeah. <laughs> I mean it was a mess and she looked a mess 
But the whole yeah. time I'm watching that, I'm just empathizing because that is my natural hair too. And I'm sure, and I'm the same way. Like it's straight, it looks good. I look in the mirror, I'm like ready to go. And then five minutes into being out, I go to the bathroom and I'm like, what happened? Like I just spent an hour and a half on this. Like, so yeah, she needs better. She needs, this, uh, I don't know, someone better to do her hair, but yeah, yeah. a lot of empathy for that. <laughs> no, the hair is real. I just got bangs. Like, why did I get bangs? I mean, I'm kind of into them. Yeah, they look good. Yeah, they look good. But so- all of a sudden I'm like obsessed with my hair because I was like, are my bangs okay? Like everything, <laughs> but like I'm obsessed with my hair now. Like bangs are a real thing. Like I, I get it. I, I can't go out in the rain. I can't be a Jackie. Uh-uh. Did Kyle inspire the bangs? Oh God, no, 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 no. <laughs> no I'll give it because we had to watch a whole season of Kyle talking about her bangs. So yes, yes, maybe I it like just got into your brain and you're like, I need bangs, I need bangs. <laughs> uh, yeah, almost, no. Um, bangs are in, you know, just trying to be quirky on the inside and the outside now. <laughs> they look good, they look good. They, they do look good. Thank you. So sorry to derail back to Shaw's. Was there anything else we wanted to talk about? I'm excited for this season. That was a great first episode. So yeah, the rest really looks was. good. Well, Roni, there's the, the, our ladies are still in the Hamptons. Yeah. They, so they, uh, they had an exciting little wine trip, which that place looks really fun and cute. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so Luann was saying how she met Garth on Hinge. So has, uh, Demet, have you ever done like a dating apps? Of course, of course. Yeah. My whole life. Have you done Hinge? Uh, yes, nobody talks to me on Hinge. I don't know why. So you've Bumble never seen is- Garth on Hinge? No, I haven't seen Garth. <laughs> I-, I could not date a guy named Garth. Um, <laughs> Bumble is great. I'm into yeah. Bumble. Um, but like, it's just interesting that she met this tall, I mean, I guess if you're looking for certain things, like Garth would never appeal to me. Wait, can you explain to us what Hinge's thing is? Like what is, what makes Hinge different than the other apps? Okay. So Hinge originally, so I'm going to give you like, I'm like, I feel like I'm giving a history lesson. Please. (laughs) Originally. Hinge started out as to be like friends of friends. Like it was connected to your Facebook so that you were only matched with, with friends of friends from Facebook. So it felt like oh. it was a connect, like that you knew this person. That was yeah. right. And now it's, it's like, they call it like the app designed to be deleted. Meanwhile, nobody talks to me. <laughs> <about Hinge. laughs> I'll delete it. Not because I met somebody just because it doesn't work. Um, <laughs> But Hinge is just like, um, you. What what's interesting about Hinge, which is kind of nice, is you're not just swiping left and right. We're like, if you swipe left, which is a no on someone on any other app, they're like gone forever. So if you change your mind, it's like, you don't know if they're going to pop up again. Mm-hmm. In Hinge, it's not really like a swipe no. It's more like you can like like any of the photos but if you swipe left like they'll still see you pop up and you might get a like from them okay yeah it doesn't eliminate it bumble is much better it's where you have to message the guy first but i don't really care about that like i'm very like a guy has to pursue me but like who cares i'm messaging somebody first on a dating app like they they fit they they cannot message you like that does Mm -hmm. not allow them to message you first oh interesting yeah yeah 
Christina I and I just know. went. Yeah, I think we're oh. both about to say the same oh, thing. Oh, you say it. You say it. We actually know we have friends that met through Bumble. That they just got married in March. Yeah. I actually know. I feel like I, I've heard of a, a bunch of people. I know of a, a bunch of people that got married through Bumble. Yeah. That they met they met on Bumble and they're married now. That's really yeah. cool. It works. I mean, listen, especially in COVID, like the thing is dating apps changed everything. Like nobody meets in real life. Like forget about COVID. If we're just like out Mm -hmm. at bars or like, I call them, I don't know if I should say this on the podcast, the nerd herd, this group of people (laughs) that that, um, I'm like in the crew, not in the crew. And they have like big parties and everybody's like in their thirties and forties. Like you can meet somebody at one of their things, but like the guy, guys like don't feel like they have to do the work because they'll just go mm-hmm. on the app. So nobody's exactly. asking for your number in real life anyway. So you got to do the apps. Oh, that's mm. crazy. That's a bummer. Yeah, that is. That is. It's like no one knows mm. how to, to meet in, in real life anymore. It's Mm-mm. true. It's true. And that's a problem. So uh, humble it is. <laughs> All right. Um. What else was like? Oh, I was gonna ask you guys. <laughs> I don't know if this is TM too much for the pod, but I loved Leah's comment about Ramona always having bathroom issues. <laughs> like you can't be out here drinking wine and slurping down oysters and constantly be in the bathroom. Like you need to get that checked. <laughs> our, our dear Ramona. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's Ramona. I know. Wait, did you guys hear the rumor that I think Leah put it out, but she says it's true that last season Ramona shit her pants in a club? Oh my God. She shit her pants in that dinner that Tinsley set up in Rhode Island. I think that's where she said she shit her pants. That's insane. I have IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Jew. I have a Jewy stomach, IBS. I have never shit my pants at a club, knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's crazy. It's crazy. Well, the, th- the thing is, if she's talking to a guy or doesn't want to go home, she's just going to walk around with shit in her pants. She's not going to do anything about it. That's the crazy thing. Like, it's one thing, it's like, okay, she had a sick stomach, and yeah, okay, gross. But go home. But what Leah said is she didn't go home. She stayed at the bar. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, but poor Sonia, just a drunken hot mess. I know. Or Sonia Rita. Oh. Maybe she released too much emotion last week, and now she was filling it with rose. Yeah, but then still that motion still like bubbling up and coming out, just mm-hmm. not in a pretty way. Mm-mm. No, no. But I don't want Sonia to be any any different. Like this is the Sonia I know and love. Yeah, so that's why we start our pod with her every week. I know we love we love Sonia. Can't get enough of Sonia. Um, thoughts on Ebony? I like Ebony a lot. I love how she sat down with Ramona and had that conversation. So like, um, you know, level-headed about yeah. her help comment. I, I was like, good for you. And then of course, Leah attacks her two seconds later. And I like how Ebony was like, Leah, you're never going to get your answers if you're just going to attacking people. Like, what are you doing? That's yeah, true. Ebony is going to be like the rational voice of the season, I think. I agree. Yeah. And she's going to school them because they don't know anything. I'm waiting for the scene um, where they showed it in the, in the trailer for the season where she was like, 
I have more education and degrees than every single person sitting at this table. That's and Luann's like, yeah. Oh, it's going to be good. don't tell me that I, you have, I have no education, my own house. <laughs> Wait, serious question. Have either of you ever had a fight with a girlfriend about whose bank had better rates? <laughs> <laughs> no, I but I'm like, I not. feel like I should, I know. I'm like, I'm like, should I be talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well is it true that she was only I mean they did have a child together it wasn't like mm -hmm. it wasn't an important marriage but is it true that she was only married for six years and it was so long ago like it's I don't sad. know she needs to you know. I know yeah yeah I don't know how long she I don't really know much about that I don't um, I just know whatever she tells us. I do. I would love for her daughter to come on now that she's oh, yeah. over 18. I would love that. Yeah. I'd love okay. to see Quincy. Mm -hmm. Oh, is that, her, that's her name? I don't yeah. know. Okay. Quincy. I love, yeah. Wow. I know. I like it. Sounds yeah. like a president. Oh yeah. What about, um, New Jersey? Anything good happen on part one of the reunion? I feel like everything good that happened was like on Instagram before the reunion and even started yeah. with the feud between Melissa and Jennifer. Oh yeah. That was, I forgot about that. It was just like yesterday. Right. And I already forgot. About I know. It. Yeah. They were going back and forth and everything. I was, I was so into it. I was like, Who, who's saying what now? They got a daily, they got a daily mail article written about them. So they accomplished their goal. And then I saw that the filming begins June 8th. So I was like, and here we go. Here's Melissa's new storyline. Oh, wow. They're going to film. Well, here's the thing. Teresa is dumb as rocks and has always been like dumb, dumb, dumb. But I feel for her. I'm glad she has this guy. This guy is like perfect for her. Um, but like the whole, the whole sister, brother, sister-in-law fighting, like I'm over it. You're born. Yeah like enough agree yeah i mean i knew that joe judice is getting paid to write articles about them for like thing i mean he hasn't seen them irl in like years yeah. <laughs> but he's still like bringing content up from you know a decade ago and getting paid to write articles i mean listen you got to admire the hustle i don't know oh yeah his i mean his vibrator business didn't work out so <laughs> yeah so <laughs> he's on to this <laughs> he's on to gossip magazines <laughs> yeah ridiculous why is that your go-to like what I mean obviously someone must have brought it to him but like did no one else bring anything else but vibrators like why is that your first business venture post incarceration I don't know but I would venture to guess I would bet money that he is not into um being a, a generous lover I don't think he's <laughs> attention to the, the female with him i could see that <laughs> he's like well, here take care of yourself <laughs> i mean teresa's been eating pineapples all season so that she tastes good i'm like she's having a man that is definitely pleasuring her on a <laughs> oh my god she even said something to the effect like she's juicy or something i cringed at that i'm sorry that's too much for me i was like teresa i don't need to know these things about you <laughs> Gross. And just kind of boring. I feel like Jackie's. Yeah. Boring. I don't know. It was just. I mean, unless we're gonna hear more about um everything, I feel like maybe you know the next episode. 
so we hear more but it was just a lot of like just her looking at her like disappointed like upset like listening to jennifer the whole time right yeah yeah and i think i feel like Je- um i was gonna say joe i feel like andy is waiting till like closer to the end because like they keep she keeps wanting to talk about her fight with Teresa and, and Andy keeps saying no not yet not yet <laughs> I know and they usually start off with like the first thing that happens so mm-hmm. I'm just like let's get it out of the way yeah, it was interesting it bad maybe they might yeah. walk off you know yeah that could happen speaking of and- walking off go ahead I was going to say, how about Marge saying my natural born son? <laughs> it's just like, what? I feel like every year, once a year, she tells us she has an, a son that she gave birth to. Like every year we have to hear that. We're like, I keep on forgetting. I'm forgetting, but let me just tell you something. Oh, wow. Full circle. My brain is going crazy. <laughs> on Hinge, I talked to Brett Josephs her stepson and was supposed to go on a date with him even though he's short but I was going to go out with him anyway I'm tall for the listeners um (laughs) I was going to go out with him and I like a bald meaty Jew I just love it give me that (laughs) bald and meaty um and then he flaked on me (gasps) what get into to Jersey Housewives I didn't even I didn't even bring it up I Mm -hmm. cool but yeah. uh, he flaked on me. We never went out. But oh, that's Brett is on the dating apps. He, I've seen him on Bumble too. He's around. I've seen you him. Should have with funny. that. Yeah. yeah. Huh? So is Brett the one that we've seen on Housewives? Is that yes, the one that okay? And let me tell you something. For my headshots, I was referred to him. He is a horrific photographer. Sorry. Yeah. Like glamour shots. Who wants? It's twenty twenty one. No glamour. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's great! But that's, oh not, that's her not natural born son or something. Have you? <laughs> are there any other Bravo libs in the dating apps? Huh? I'm sure no, there probably are. There must be that I haven't. Yeah. Because um, I mean, all the celebs are on Raya or whatever oh, that's called. Raya. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, I can't get on mm. that app. I'm not a celeb. Got a guest on our a, podcast. Go on a date with Ben Affleck. <laughs> Or what was the other one? Uh, David Schwimmer? Or no, Matthew Perry. Yeah. So funny. Oh, wow. um, well, what I was going to say before is speaking of walking off, I feel like all we did was watch the Beverly Hills girls just walk around <laughs> for a whole episode. They're walking into houses, walking out of houses. Like a lot of walking around. But I around. did love how Dorit asked at the end of the episode, how Dorit asked Jack or how she looked. And he was like, I don't like it. <laughs> He thought she was wearing a robe. I love how she he was trying, she was trying to get him to come downstairs or whatever, and she, he wanted to be carried. And she's like, No, I'm not carrying you. He goes, All right, no more hugs or kisses. I like, know. That's how to work her. Exactly. He's already <laughs> withholding and he's only four. And the and Phoenix is like, Mama, I can see your boobs. Great <laughs> <laughs> looks fantastic. She does. Yeah, I think, good. yeah. And I love her confessional looks. Me too. She looks so good. I think they all look good. Even Sutton, I feel like I'm not a huge Sutton fan, but I think her look, no? whatever, whatever she did from last season, I think she looked good this past episode. I like Sutton I last season. So I guess we got to see about this season. I'm not, not a Sutton fan. I'm just 
I don't have a feeling either way about her, but I didn't, I don't know something about her looks last year. Maybe it was like one too many things. I don't know. She, I feel like it was a lot to look at, but this episode, I thought she looked really good. Well, I think she, she toned it down. Like when she took Rinna to whatever that, that closet special, whatever Versace, I don't even know which designer was that outfit was horrific. Like, I don't care how much money you're spending on it, but she, she's getting better. I did not like Rinna's like green, like JLo from 2000 with Diddy, like suit jacket thing. What was that? Yeah. Did Jen Shaw wear that in uh, Salt Lake City when they went to Vegas? Oh. I was like, this looks familiar. Mm-hmm. I think she did. Yeah, you could be right. You could be and right. What about Erica Jane being Barbie? Erica Jane. I, I thought it was cute. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was cute. I kind of, I liked it. I thought actually Kathy Hilton was the least dressed up of everybody at that party. Yeah. Which was kind of surprising. She's probably just like, I'm so rich. I don't need to try. Like everybody, <laughs> I'm, you know, drowning in money. I can wear whatever I want. And she so that, doesn't wear contacts. So she, it doesn't even matter what she sees. Yeah, so I couldn't true. get over that. It's like, she can't see at all. She's like, oh, I'm too scared to put in contacts. Like you gotta wear something. <laughs> yeah. No, she's just, she's not driving and she doesn't care. She doesn't care. <laughs> Wait, She'll so, be interesting. Definitely. Do you think, well, so thinking about Kyle, obviously Kyle and Kim, it hurt their relationship to be on it. Do you think it's going to be good for Kyle and Kathy to be on it? And second question, would you ever do a reality show with your sibling? Um, I feel like, I feel like Kathy might not get into it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, unless they surprise us with something because there's really I feel like they might have showed it in the trailer if they got into a little tiff but I feel like I think they're going to be okay so, this season and uh, I don't think I would want to do a reality show with my brothers mm-hmm. even though they could be you know part of my family like if, if I show up to the family house and they're there that's fine um and then I'm also thinking about like Teresa and then like you know if one of them wants to try to come on like a la Melissa Gorga Mm -hmm. but uh no I I don't think I could do it with my brothers interesting like here's the thing I think I think that the reason that Kim and Kyle can't stay connected is because Kim's an addict, like she's an alcoholic. She has a lot of problems and she can't get well. And I think that that's a part of it. Also, remember that weird guy that she dated and moved in with that had like a monster face? Mm-hmm. He was very strange looking. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think that they're gonna be okay. It's funny, the Paris and Nikki or one of them had, I think did an interview where they were like, our mom is bored. We don't want her to be on the show. Like she's bored. She would never do this if it wasn't COVID. So that that's interesting. And then would I be on a reality show? I have an older sister who's not even remotely as fun and funny and interesting as me. So it'd be <laughs> that's funny. I'm her reality show in real life. So, that's funny. Yeah. I always said I've always I used to watch Amazing Race and I used to want to go on it. And I always said the only person I could do it with is my sister mm-hmm. because 
like if we have a fight, we will recover immediately. Like it'll be like we're fighting and then we'll recover and we'll, we'll get the job done and nobody's feelings will be hurt. We probably don't even have to say sorry. Whereas if I did it with a friend or my boyfriend or anybody like that, like it would have to be a whole like, I'm sorry, I snapped at you. I just really wanted to win. We'd have to have a whole like come to Jesus about it. But if it was me and my sister, they would just like, we would snap, we'd realize like, it's just because it's a stressful situation and we keep going and we inevitably win because we can recover so quickly from our fights. Cause I feel like that's when everybody has their downturn on that show is when they start to fight with each other. Very good yeah. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Sisters don't say sorry. It's just, the thing. yeah, they, they just, just keep continue going. on. Yes. but no hurt feelings it's not like you're not you're it's not like you're saying like you're not saying sorry and like you're resentful of it you're just not saying sorry and you're here or you <laughs> say sorry real quick and it's like uh, you know it's i'm stressed bye like that's it so yeah anyway but yeah i don't know if i could do a reality show especially if it was like i wouldn't want to do it if it caused us to fight for real you know yeah yeah i but um... i I auditioned for uh, Patty Stanger, Millionaire Matchmaker. Remember they had- did? Yeah. Tell us all about it. Yeah, I mean, it was a million years ago, but it was like a huge casting call, like at this big club downtown. And I was the only regular person. It was all actors and models. I didn't know. I was like, no, no, no. I'm really, I'm trying to find my man. Like- Mm -hmm. So um, it didn't really work out. And then and then I saw the episode. So I, I actually was picked, but then I wouldn't sign their contract because mm. they say that they can edit and fictionalize a storyline. It says it in the contract. Really? Uh, here, here's your boots on the ground, like your, your secret sauce. Uh, <sighs> that's what their contract says. So um, I like refused to sign it because I'm a lawyer, <laughs> even mm-hmm. though I guess if I wanted to be on reality TV, I would have to sign it. But um, I saw the episode that I was supposed to be in because at first I, I was picked and then I wouldn't sign in. So they, they took me off. That guy was an asshole. So I'm totally fine. Um, but but that would have been that would have been cool. It wouldn't have led to anything. So I'm into reality TV. What do you think of Patty? Uh, just Patty without the show? So here's the thing. At first, she bothered me a lot because she would not have educated women on like and it re- and she wanted like women to be a certain way and it felt like she was saying like well we have to do all of these things and we have to be a certain way to get the guy like we can't be too educated or too ambitious or too or or you too successful then it changed throughout her seasons and she was like much more like open it's just hard to I hate to say it, but it's like, I don't want to take directions from somebody that isn't where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, if I want to get married and have a baby, she's n- not capable of doing that for whatever reason. I mean, I'm, I'm hating on myself too. I'm not married yet and I don't have a baby, but like, um, so I don't know if I would like necessarily take her advice. I think she's harsh and blunt, but I actually appreciate her. She's definitely gotten a ton of work done. She looks amazing compared to when we first met her. I do also like how blunt she is. Mm-hmm. I, I Yeah, I appreciate that. I'd rather someone be blunt. I just, oh, you know what always stuck out to me? I have curly hair. So I remember anyone that showed up with curly hair uh, would just be like, she'd just be like, no, you have to straighten it. You have to straighten uh. it. Guys don't like curly hair. <laughs> just always stuck out I'm like uh <laughs> I know I'll be like oh Patty make me straighten my hair 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always I liked her bluntness too. I things have stuck into my head and like stuck into my head. That's not a saying. Stuck in my head. Um, like she said, you know, if you date somebody over thirty, if they don't propose to you in the first year, they never will. Um, you know, she has her two drink minimum on a date, which I think is good advice, but I don't know. I feel like little things over the years have just like stuck in my head and now live there and I can't get them out because <laughs> I don't, I agree with you to me. Like, I don't necessarily think like, I, it's the same with Siggy, right? Like remember when Siggy yes. was like a relation, like these are people that I don't want my life to look like anyway. So why would I be taking their advice? Right, right. Another thing that Patty says is like no sex before monogamy. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really important. And it's still like a lesson that I am learning just even like, even when even when you're only dating a short time, and you agree that you're not sleeping with other people, it doesn't let you like, because you're physically connected, at least for me, it's not like I'm going to go on other dates. So if we could like take out the sex, and just have this time where we go on, you know, four dates, five dates, six dates, and just get to know each other, I can actually assess whether this is a fit without just doing that. But then you're also scared. Oh, what's it going to be like, you know, mm-hmm. you got yeah. going on down there. <laughs> yeah. So do you have like a, like a date, like a, I'll go on X amount of dates or spend X amount of time with someone before you'll have that monogamy conversation, or is it more like a natural thing that comes up? I think that's a good question. I think for me, um, I don't have like a number. It depends how ready I am. And I've been out with someone like, like an ex-boyfriend of mine. We had sex on the second date. And then he basically practically lived with me like since then. And then he did move in. So mm-hmm. like that, I mean, that was a horrible situation that I never want to go back to, but that happened, right? And so like, but I would never do that now. It's interesting. I'm actually, it doesn't matter. I could say this because he wouldn't listen to this or whatever. I have a fourth date. Uh, We just scheduled it. And it's funny because he was just texting me before. He was trying to be flirty, I guess, saying something about like, oh, I won't be inappropriate until the fifth date. And I was like, well, I take a long time. Like whatever I said, because I want him to know, like I'm assessing the situation. I'm trying to figure it out. I feel like, like in, like in the winter, like around New Year's Eve, I was actually set up through my sister. Who's not that funny. Right. Remember that? Um, So this guy and we dated and he, this nice guy, quote unquote, nice guy did pressure me sort of Mm. like have sex when I wasn't really ready. And it was like COVID. So we had had a couple FaceTimes, then like, where are you going in the winter during COVID when like, there's no place to go. So he like came to my apartment because we were set up. I felt comfortable. He like stayed till 4am, but like, then he's like humping my leg and it's like, what are you doing? We don't actually (laughs) know each other. And And then we did start sleeping together and it was such a waste because it wasn't even good. And then I finally call him out on like not feeling like this was right. And he's like, oh, I don't want to get married or have children. That was something that needed to be discussed before you inserted yourself into my body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I don't up. Oh, yeah. Would you say? No, I was going to say, and it's interesting. I know that you were set up, but it'd be interesting also if like, that's something that he would have been truthful. Like, let's say on a dating app, because I know that they have you um, say if you want to have kids or get married. So be interesting if like you met him on a dating app and it was something different. 
No, that's a good point because he didn't feel the need to tell the friend. It, it was set up through my sister's friend. So he didn't mm-hmm. tell his, his friend that my sister was friends with and he didn't tell me. And it's like, wow, that's kind of crazy. Like, it's just like, these are things that need to be discussed. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I, do. I, have a, I have a follow-on question then. I don't know if you listened to, what was it, Christina? Episode four, episode three. Um, but we talked about love languages. Okay. And is that something that you talk to someone that you're starting to see um, about? Do you ever discuss love or is that not something that you talk about? I have. I didn't really figure out my love language until recently where it's definitely physical touch. Like okay. that is my number one. And then my number two, I think would be words of affirmation. Like I need to be touched. So this guy that I like, I'm glad that he's not pressuring me to be physical. Like every time on our three dates, when like we've left the bar, he grabs my hand and holds onto my hand. And like, that's the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's sweet. I can walk down the street. Let's do yeah, that's that. really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And so how did you meet this guy? Did, did you mention that already? Bumble. 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 Okay. <laughs> You'll have to keep us updated. Now we're invested. I know. I will. So bringing it back to Jersey though, you just, you guys got me thinking about like relationships and, you know, progression of them. I thought it was really, I guess not surprising, but like when Joe and Melissa were talking about how like they both wouldn't allow uh, either one to go out without them. And they were so crazy jealous and Um, I mean, I think that's super common because she was so young. I don't know how old he was, but like, I feel, I feel as though, um, I think he's right when he said like, if it had, if they were casting the real house husbands and it was, you know, I was, I got the opportunity 11 years ago. There's no way Melissa would have let me. Um, so just made me think like, how, how do you guys feel about jealousy? I feel like, especially, I think Melissa said she was 24. I'm not sure how much older Joe is than her, but she got married at 24. So I feel like I can relate to her. I, I, I feel like, yeah, when I was younger, that jealousy, but I never stopped someone from going out with their friends. I would never stop someone from, from doing what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I might like sit at home and stew in my head, but not, you know, say it. But I think them just being like, oh, you're not allowed to do this without me. Plus, anyway, I've always been like, I'm not someone that constantly needs to have my boyfriend there. So to me, I'd be like, oh, my God, why are you here again? <laughs> you know? Right. Like, back up. This is my time with my friends. <laughs> Go home. Right. So to me, I think I'd be a little annoyed yeah. if someone was constantly with me. So it's just like, I, I could see a little bit of that, like, especially at that age, but to me, that's a little too much to constantly be hanging out with, <laughs> with my boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I don't know what that's like to like, not allow somebody to go out with you, but, um, go out without you, but yeah. I've definitely been in, in long-term and shorter term relationships where, where I feel suffocated because they like, don't want me to do anything without them. And like, or, or they're just like always around or they don't have enough of their own life and it doesn't work for me. So, yeah. um, but I, I definitely think they're old school, they're Jersey. They were so young. Like that, that was like very normal in their world to be like, yeah. That. Yeah. Agree. I, I, I guess I wasn't, I, surprised that they were jealous I was just surprised that they were honest about it yeah so um and oh, even like they're, they're being honest about their lives 
congratulations (laughs) well I even laughed at uh, you know at uh, Kyle and Mauricio like when Mauricio showed up at that barbecue I was like wait none of the other husbands are there why is he there and then it was because he was going out with PK and Kyle was like all right bye see you later and uh, yeah I definitely thought that was funny like mid-COVID it's like you spend every second together it's like oh you're going out with your friends see ya bye (laughs) go just go (laughs) yeah in his cowboy hat (laughs) all right well anything else that we didn't discuss um the only thing I wanted to say is that Crystal didn't do anything for me let's hope she brings something to the table as the season goes on yeah I I still love the the preview where um where her and Sutton are fighting and Sutton's like jealous of what your leather pants and they just pan to Crystal just standing there (laughs) on watch and watch what happens live Andy did like agree or disagree game with all of them which every single one of them was there except for Erica um, cause I guess she's not doing press. Did you guys see this? Yeah. I don't want to repeat myself, but anyway, I like that Andy was like messy enough. Like that episode hasn't even aired yet. And, like, um, Crystal's leather pants were ugly. Agree or disagree. And like, Crystal's <laughs> like disagree. <laughs> so even disagree. Andy's getting in the mix. I think I liked him too. I don't know. I need to see him more, but I think I'm into them. I, I, I don't love Sutton style as previously yeah. stated. So. Mm-mm. All right. Well, Denise, thank you for coming on. Tell us again where we can find you. Oh, thank you for having me. So you can find me at Denise Sibs on Instagram, D-A-N-I-T-S-I-B-S or DeniteSibs.com. Check check out my website. Awesome. And uh, like and subscribe on Apple and Spotify to our podcast and follow us on our social channels. Christina. Uh, Instagram is 40 ever young and on Twitter it's at ever 40. Awesome. Well, this was so fun. Thanks guys. I know so much fun. Thank you so much for coming on Denise. Yeah. We'll Thank have to have you, you again. Well, we definitely want to follow your journey with after date number four. So keep us updated. Oh, yes. 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 Cross your fingers. All right, have, have a great night guys. Good night. Good night.